BS Free Witchcraft is a production of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. Nerd and Tie produces podcasts ranging from actual play to true crime, and you can find more at nerdandtie.com or join our Discord by going to nerdandtie.com slash Discord. There are witches in our neighborhoods, witches at our jobs. You don't like the good men or the good women. You always end up being hooked up with witches and wizards. And witches and wizards are always following you. You don't know that there are witches at your job. The witches in your office are rising. They come after you and they go higher because they are working this witchcraft and they are going higher and they are stealing your positions. And you're sitting there going, I love you with the love of the Lord. So while you're busy struggling, they're taking your money and giving it to the warlock called Jay-Z. Your relative comes to live with you. And you're like, well, she's my mom. If my mom is a witch and I start praying, you will die. It's me that will tell you that your mom is a witch. It's not me. It's not me that will come out and tell you that your mother is a witch. Hallelujah. Because sometimes people, little children, big children, I'm telling you, there are ones that are really little. Not a young lady came to our ministry. White lady. She was dating this young white guy. And she said, in Louisiana, she said, the, she said the boy fragmented his soul into her so that she could practice witchcraft with him because they, they came from families of witches. It's what we call astral sex. That means this person is not really a demon or nephilim. It's just a human being that's a witch. And they astral project and sleep with him. I was very impressed with her and other doctors that stood with her, but certainly you could put her up and let her have a voice. So, that was a lot. Welcome to BS Free Witchcraft, your monthly guide to the modern witchcraft movement, minus a lot of the usual BS. I'm your host, Trey Dorn, and what you just heard was the voice of Dr. Stella Emanuel, and then uh, President Trump, the actual president of the United States, praising this woman. Now, to be fair, to be fair, he was not praising her on her many statements of witchcraft. No, you see, because technically, and I'm using the word technically as big as possible here, uh, again, she's a doctor, and uh, she and a bunch of other people under the guise of an organization that didn't exist before June uh, went up and, uh, well, here, let me, let my friend Anderson Cooper, my per- close personal friend Anderson Cooper, explain it. That's Dr. Stella Emanuel, who also has a ministry, who promises on her own YouTube page, quote, deliverance from spirit husbands and spirit wives parentheses, incubus, and succubus, end quote. Last night, the president retweeted this video to his 84 million followers from a press conference she and a group of doctors did yesterday at the Capitol. I came here to Washington, D.C. to tell America, nobody needs to get sick. This virus has a cure. It is called hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and zitromax. I know you people want to talk about masks. Hello? You don't need masks. There is a cure. I know they don't want to open schools. No, you don't need people to be locked down. There is prevention and there is a cure. Keeping them honest, just medically, that is simply not true. The most recent study published last week in the New England Journal of Medicine, which is a very, very reputable medical journal, 
was done on 504 patients across 55 hospitals in Brazil and showed no benefit and also revealed heart rhythm complications, which can be deadly. Other studies agree and the FDA has revoked its emergency use authorization for hydroxychloroquine. The FDA has done that. President Trump's FDA. Gee, thanks, Anderson. In what was clearly a thing he personally recorded for me and not a clip from CNN. Yeah, totally, totally not a clip from CNN. Anyways, this just seems to be the latest in a series of, uh, well, to quote John Mulaney, well, this might as well happen, moments for 2020. And uh, we're all trying to make it through this coronavirus pandemic. Every single one of us. And I just... I'm running out of words, people. But we're practicing witchcraft in the time of coronavirus. And, uh... Yeah, can I just, like, Dr. Stella Emanuel? It's just... I don't want to spend the whole episode on her. I don't. But... This is... This sort of thing puts people in danger. First off, no, we're, we're not astral projecting and having sex with you in, in your dreams. That is, that is not a thing witches do. Well, I mean, I say that, but I know the instant I ever say anything like that, like that's not a thing that witches do, someone's going to write into me about their very specific witchcraft tradition where they are 100% doing that. But as long as it's consensual, I don't really care. Again, if you're going to astral project into somebody's dreams and have sex with them, do it consensually. Consent is important. And, uh... Yeah. Like, how is this even a thing? And I'll tell you, like, if witches were able to successfully become the most successful people in every single workplace ever based on their witchcraft abilities, I don't think I'd have any listeners left in the show because we'd all be making a ton of money and have way too much time to just, like, hang out. Blaming your co-worker's success over yours on witchcraft is just the most insane thing I have ever heard. And this is seriously going to put people at risk. Like, I can't... I just... I I can't... I, I can't begin to... Anyways, so there's a pandemic. I don't know if you've noticed or gone outside. I certainly haven't. I take that back. I go outside every single night because it's pretty out. And that's also when it's not so hot that I feel like dying when I go outside. Practicing witchcraft during the middle of a pandemic is kind of a weird, interesting thing. Like... On the one hand, like, (laughs) we're capable of spending, you know, witchcraft doesn't require that people be around. In fact, most of the time, I like to be alone. But people who do group witchcraft stuff are suddenly forced to find out what life is like for all of us solitaries. And not everybody's cut out for that. Not everybody's cut out for a solitary practice. I like a solitary practice. I don't like 
doing stuff with other people. I don't like mixing my energy with other people's energy. It's just, it's not fun for me. But other people really feed off of that and really enjoy that. And covens have been forced to move their meetings virtual um, as we are all being good and socially distancing and wearing masks because we are witches who are smart, at least the ones who listen to this show. Dumbass witches who don't wear masks can go fuck right off. Because uh, we respect the science around these parts. Unlike Dr. Stella Emanuel, who just makes shit up as she goes and thinks we're trying to get her pregnant with demon seed or something. I don't, I don't know. Like, one of those, one of her videos is like an hour long and I was not, I was not going to sit through that. And, like, obviously, every mass gathering has been canceled. Like, if if anyone tries to hold a Pagan Pride Day this year, I'm, I'm just going to punch them in the face. So, yeah, what do we do? How do we handle this? Like, how do we... How do we have community in a pandemic? Because... We talk about the modern witchcraft movement, and I talk a lot about witchcraft practices, but the fact is, is that what makes it a movement, what makes the modern witchcraft movement like a cohesive thing is the fact that there are there is a sense of community. And uh, the fact that local witch shops are doing curbside delivery and you can't really go hang out, you can't, uh, if you have one, I mean, again, a lot of us don't have them. If you have a coven or if you have a circle that you do witchcraft with, you can't do that. Um, a lot of things have moved online. Um, I can tell you this was absolutely the best year for us to have launched the Nerd and Tide Discord. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, as we are all looking for places to talk to people, the Discord and Zoom and Skype, like, these are all the places where you can actually sit down and talk to people. But also, it's like... Sometimes just the the absolute stress of of times like this can make it so hard. They can make it so hard to do something as, as simple as witchcraft for yourself. I know when I'm freaking out that while for me meditation helps a lot with my anxiety, I still find it harder to um, do the energy work I normally do. Like, it's just harder because it's hard to get myself into that mental state where I'm comfortable doing it. And it's like there's this constant rising stress level. And it's just... It's just frustrating. And... Like, I'm sure all of us are trying our best to do, like, what we can... I mean, we're witches, of course, you know, many of us have been trying to send out blessings for people working on vaccines. I know that we're hoping for loved ones to get better, but, like, any little, like, seasonal allergy I get, I'm like, oh my god, am I sick? Like, um, I've had a condition most of my life, which is not a big deal. Like, this is not, like... I just occasionally nerves get pinched, 
which makes it feel like I have a shooting pain across my chest and that I can't breathe. And it is just, it is a pinched nerve. It is, there is nothing physically wrong with my breathing. There is nothing wrong with anything other than just like a bad signals going through. And um, I have to stop myself from panicking because I can't because I'm having a problem breathing in that exact moment when literally just stretching will fix it. But, like, I have to I have to consciously remind myself. So, it's just, in with all this stuff and all this stress and every little thing just flipping me out, and when going to the grocery store to buy eggs becomes an emotionally taxing situation, it's hard to find the motivation to actually do witchcraft like it's hard to get the energy up and you know or if you're used to working in groups and you're having problems doing things virtually because you're not feeling that in-person connection like I I'm a person who feels very comfortable with technology but I know a lot of witches who um, feel a disconnect the instant you put a screen between them and something else like, I know people who don't feel, you know, comfortable scrying on a deactivated tablet because it's, um, because their black mirror has technology behind it. Like, it's okay. It's okay to be uncomfortable right now. Like, it's okay to feel unmotivated to do witchcraft right now. It's okay to feel so overwhelmed that you don't feel motivated or that you don't feel like you're in touch with your own energy or you don't feel like you have the the energy in you to produce anything at this point. Because I don't know if you've noticed this, but you're going through trauma right now. That's what this is. We are all, every single one of us, going through some shit right now. And maybe you've got family members who aren't taking this seriously. Maybe you've got, you know, people in your life who are at risk. Maybe you're at risk. And the littlest thing is a danger to you. I mean, there's a pretty high death count right now. I'm not going to bother reading what it is because, frankly... I record these at least a week out so I can get them up for my Patreon subscribers and uh, for early access. And so I'm not going to quote the number because it's going to be higher than whatever I say. But it's okay not to be okay right now. It's okay to put the candles away. It's okay to put the in like just it's okay to just like sit there and not be okay with this 
For some people, witchcraft is a great coping tool with trauma and stress. And for some people, when your brain's lit up like that, you just can't do it at all. And the most important thing right now is that you're taking care of yourself. That you're doing whatever you need to do to be safe. Now, for me, one of the things that I've been doing to kind of make it through this is I've been taking nightly walks. And not just because I've literally gained 10 pounds since the pandemic started. <laughs> I have. It is not great. I stress eat. Uh, every night, around sunset, I go out and I take a nightly walk. Brightest idea because I live in northwestern Wisconsin and... We have these annoying things called deer everywhere here. And I will tell you, like, so I take this walk every weeknight. I take Saturdays and Sundays. I don't do it. But Monday through Friday, every night, I take a two-mile walk. And part of it is through this park in my neighborhood. And it's wooded. And repeatedly, deer keep running out of freaking... Like, someone must have, like, deer bait in their backyard, because this, this this path I'm walking is, like, along backyards. Like, it's a wooded area, and I'm, I'm near the edge of town, and it's, like, a wild patch, and we've... Deer are just all over my neighborhood, and it's just... They're so annoying. Like, let me tell you. So people from the city, like, they talk about, like, I grew up in the city. I grew up... I was born in Chicago, grew up mostly in Milwaukee. I... I I am I am a person who grew up in the city, um, but I used to go to the we went to the Northwoods every year um, up near Rhinelander or Three Lakes or Saint Germain, depending on what year. And it was like, oh dear, ooh, and like obviously look out for them while you're driving, but like, oh, they're so they're so majestic. Let me tell you, you start living around them. I've been <laughs> I've spent most of my adult life living in northwestern Wisconsin, um, they get unimpressive super fast. Because <laughs> um, they will they will run out of the darkness and charge at your car while you're driving home. They will just... Deer are a bunch of dumb assholes. That's... That's the truth of it. <laughs> like, the, I... The number of times... Um, like, this one backyard must have deer bait in or something. So, like, on this walk I do every night, I walk by this, this path, woods, backyards, that the number of times that a deer has just, like, run out in front of me on this path is just, just tremendous. And sometimes they do it as a run. And so, like, I've had to, like, stop myself from running into a deer on foot. I shouldn't have to worry about hitting a deer on foot. They're just... But anyway, so it's a really relaxing thing to do. <laughs> like, it's a... But for me, like, that, that nightly walk, because there's, like, part of it's in the woods, it's just, like... It is this emotionally 
fulfilling thing. And, you know, by the time I get home, I'm walking under the stars, which, you know, I'm in town, so there's only a limited number of number of them, but it's just, it's pretty, it's peaceful. It's just two miles in my head. And that's how I am maintaining my spiritual connection in the time of coronavirus. But because for me, witchcraft is a spiritual thing. It does not have to be for you. The show is for everybody. And But for me, it's a very spiritual thing. But so the point is, is that like, if you feel like you can do little things to feel connected to your craft still, you can go out and and find what you're missing. But you don't have to. Don't feel bad if you can't do this. Every witch I've ever known has gone through phases eventually. If they practice witchcraft, if they practice witchcraft long enough, they go through phases. And they're going to be on again and off again phases for your witchcraft. Like there there was a good 8-year period where my my practice was very minimal. Like I almost did nothing. And I'm a Wiccan, so like I've got like 8 holidays a year and I did nothing. And that's that's okay. Like, a lot of people are going to go through that. A lot of people are going to have that happen. And you're, you're allowed to have a downtime because of a global pandemic. Like, this is not an easy time for people, and you're allowed to not be having an easy time with this. I'm not. And... You know, we're going through this, and and hopefully we'll get through this together. I think I think we will. But just know that if you're struggling right now, there are people you can talk to, and that we're we're out there, and that no matter what. I want you to get through this. I want you personally to get through this. I want every single person listening to this right now, whenever now is, whoever you are, I want you to get through this. And I hope we're all going to come out the other side together because this is a moment unlike any other for for people like we talk about shared historical cultural moments and they talk about things like 9-11 they talk about things like the JFK assassination but this is so big that it's hard to wrap your head around we come through on the other side whenever that is we're going to come through together okay okay and and now we awkwardly 
transition to the end of the episode where I, of course, am going to give a huge shout out to my patrons on Patreon. Remember, you can support this show by going to patreon.com slash T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N. And uh, any of those tiers will give you access to this episode or any episode when they come out going forward uh, early. You get early access. Um, usually I give about a week lead time. Sometimes it's a little bit less, but you'll, you will get the episode at least a day, a full day, if not a week earlier than everybody else. That's my, that's what you get. Also, um, if you contribute at the $10 level, you get a shout out. And uh, of course, I am giving shout outs to Meg Ten Halzen, Bruce Norville, and Lindsay Dose. Dose? Lindsay, if you could tell me how to pronounce your name, it would be super helpful. Lindsay Dose, or Dose. Besides Patreon, you can also financially support the show by buying merchandise. We've got t-shirts, we've got masks, we've got mugs, we've got phone cases of both the Magicians design and the uh, Dirt in Our Fingernails, Brick in Our Hands design. And you can find those on the merchandise tab on the bsforwitchcraft.com. And yeah, if you can't afford to financially support the show, that's cool, guys. It's a pandemic. Stuff is nuts right? Just share the episode with your friends. Tell them about it so much it drives them insane. And you can follow the show on social media. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash bsfreewitchcraft. You can follow me on Twitter at T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N. You can follow me on Tumblr at T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N dot um, And also remember, this is a part of the Nerd and Tie podcast network where there are a lot of great shows, including uh, my uh, kind of sibling witchcraft podcast, Hex Positive, with Brina Garen, which you can find more information at nerdandtie.com slash hex. You can follow all the Nerd and Tie shows by going to nerdandtie.com, or you can uh, follow the, the, the Nerd and Tie account on Twitter at nerdandtie, uh, nerdandtie.tumblr.com, and facebook.com slash nerdandtie, and get all the updates on all the shows across the network. They're all super awesome and great, and I'm on other ones besides this, like Stormwood and Associates and the Nerd and Tie podcast. And there's technically a daily history podcast called On This Day with Trey. But you don't have to listen to that because it was all recorded years ago. And I don't remember if those episodes are any good or not. But they exist. And a new one goes out every day. And I use new big old quotes. Um, remember, you can always find the show at bsforwitchcraft.com there is a contact form there bsforwitchcraft.com slash contact and if you have thoughts and things you want me to talk about just go ahead and send them in if I don't respond to you I'm sorry but I read every single message that comes in there I read every single one of them so uh, know that I if, if you sent me something I read it If you just want to talk to me more casually, uh, we do have a Discord. Uh, we mentioned at the top of the show, I've mentioned a couple times, but nerdandtie.com slash Discord will take you to an invite to the Nerd and Tie Discord. And we have a very active witchcraft community there under the BS for Witchcraft and the Hex Positive um, chats. So, you know, come on, say hi. Uh, you can talk directly to me pretty much any time. And... Well, anyone who's on that Discord could tell you that. Like, it is. You, you, you have direct access to me. It is. I am. I am no one special. I'm just a weirdo sitting at home 
trying to make through make it through this like the rest of us which is why again i care a lot about you specifically yes you the, the person listening to this you so with that um i'm gonna call it good for this month and i will talk to you all next month and uh that's uh, be the two-year anniversary of the show next month so that's neat neat with that magicians we sign off into the ether and talk to you next time <laughs>